And a pretty big announcement from the federal government earlier today. The CERB being extended for another two months. Have a listen. Here's the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. There are many, many more people out of work, willing to work, than there are jobs available. And that'll be the, the story for the coming weeks as well. So uh, we're going to keep encouraging people to take jobs when they do. And we've seen just with the job numbers that many, many people have been uh, returning to work uh, from all income ranges. But we know there's more to do and we will keep working on it. All right. David McDonald is a senior economist with the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. And he joins us here on Global News Radio. David, good afternoon. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as always. First of all, surprising the CERB has been extended for another 60 days? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I think that uh, it's pretty clear that this was coming. Uh, I mean, unemployment rates have remained extremely high. We're we're at uh, depression-level unemployment. We haven't seen unemployment this high since 1936. Pretty bad picture in the job market. Um, I think that there was some idea that uh, when this started that it would be quick and over quick and we could go back to the old EI system. But uh, as we approach the deadline for running out of CERB, which is going to happen in, well, which would have happened in three weeks' time, uh, it's pretty clear that uh, the old EI system probably couldn't have handled the traffic and we would have seen the exact same thing as what happened in March, which was that uh, the computer systems crashed, all the phone lines were overloaded, and, you know, you would have seen something similar probably at the start of July. Right. All right. Listen, uh, leading up to today's presser, we heard that the CERB would be adopted to, quote unquote, the new context. Uh, How so? What, if anything, has uh, changed today? Well, it's been extended. And so this is uh, if you were on it uh, since the very start, uh, March 15th, you'll get another uh, two months, in essence, or eight weeks, uh, which will get you through to the third week in August. Um, and so other than that, really, there's no change. Um, so there were some other things that were being discussed, uh, changing the, the period from four-week period to a two-week period so that it'd be almost more like a, like a sick leave policy. So if you had to take two weeks off because you thought you were infected, you could still get the CERB and it wouldn't have to be the full month. Um, there was some discussion of extending it, the eligibility, from October through to January. So at present... Uh, you know, you, you would, you would, your eligibility would end in the third week of August if you were on it the entire period. But some people, you know, were on it for a month and then got another job. Um, and so uh, you can use the CERB at this point until the first week of October. And there was some discussion of pushing that out to the first week in January 2021, but, but that wasn't implemented either. Uh, so really, there, there's no big changes beyond the additional two months uh, period that you can apply for. I think one of the, one of the, uh, things that we didn't hear today is, is this just, are we just going to wait another two months and then maybe extend it another two months? Or is there actually a plan to move off of this emergency footing onto some new modern EI system that could handle the traffic uh, and has some of the benefits of CERB, uh, but is, is something that's a bit more permanent as opposed to the emergency benefit, which by its nature is going to be somewhat temporary, I think. Well, that was one of my final questions for you, so let me jump ahead. There has been no indication that there's a long-term plan when it comes to this uh, for the government, that it's kind of by a case-by-case or month-by-month or every second-month basis? All right, we've uh, maybe uh, lost David. Sorry. Okay, wasn't sure if my connection dropped out or uh, David. Oh, so let's uh, see if we can. Yep, maybe get him back. Oh, there he is. Yeah, sorry, David. So yeah, there's no indication. There's a long-term plan here for the government. 
Yeah, I mean, and this is the, this is one of the issues I think. Hopefully, going forward, there, you know, we need to start right now planning for what happens in the third week in August, uh, as opposed to just rolling, you know, three million people back into the EI system and watching it crash again. Uh, you know, I think what we need to start doing is looking at a modern EI system. And one of the things that the CERB exposed was really all the cracks that already existed in the old EI system, like it doesn't cover gig workers and self-employed. It doesn't have a floor. Uh, so the CERB is pretty straightforward. You get 500 bucks a week. But in the old EI system, you can make a lot less if you're on minimum wage. It just replaces half of your income. Um, the new the new CERB is fast. I mean, you know, two or three days to get your money versus the old EI system. There would be weeks or even months. Um, and uh, the CERB is much simpler in the sense that you could, there's universal admission rules in contrast to the old EI system where it depends on which city you're in, different rules apply, and so on. And so I think there's some way to start developing a modern AI system that's, you know, not built on 1970s computers, but is really built for the smartphone age, where we expect things to be quick and fast and relatively easy to understand. But, you know, we can't wait, we can't wait till the third week in August to do that. We've got we to gotta start right now. And so my hope is that um, there will start to be some movement in the government to, to planning towards um, some transition back to a more modern AI system, what that's going to look like, just to make sure that a whole bunch of people aren't aren't left fighting it out on the phone lines trying to get access to uh, to the ODI benefits in the third week of August. Yeah, David, let me ask you about the Prime Minister's comments we played off the top of our conversation, because I thought it was really interesting. The Prime Minister said that there's more people that want to work than there are jobs. Now, there's been you know some talk that employers are having a tough time actually luring workers back because the CERB has been seen as a disincentive when it comes to getting people to come back to work. What's the truth? Is it somewhere in the middle? Well, I mean, I think that Canadians fundamentally want to work. They want to get back to work. No one wants to be stopped up, you know, closed into their home uh, because because they can't get back to their job. Uh, and I think as, uh, you know, as, as uh, economies are opening up, people are certainly very willing to go back to work, despite the fact that um, a lot of risks remain for workers. Um, I think one of the challenges is is that sometimes uh, employers aren't, aren't bringing them back with the same number of hours that they had, so they're bringing them back maybe half-time and saying, well, you got to quit the CERB and come back half-time, even though you're getting paid a lot less than you get on the CERB. Well, you know, in situations like that, uh, you know, I think that there's some call for employers to themselves and apply for the wage subsidy program that would allow them to, to better offset this for workers. And if employers aren't willing to do their part, uh, you know, to get the the kind of benefits that would uh, that would allow them to better pay their workers, uh, then I think there's also some some blame that falls on on employers. And the other piece too is that uh, you know some workers won't be able to go back. Uh, they don't have the childcare arrangements. Uh, they're they're they have uh, people at home, uh, whether it's uh, elderly parents or or themselves or other people who might have underlying health conditions that mean that they might not be able to go back to their old jobs. Uh, and so, but I think, you know, when, when we're looking at unemployment this high, even if the previous workers can't go back for whatever reason, that doesn't mean you can't find other workers. When you've got, you know, 5 million people who are unemployed or who've seen big cuts in their hours, there's a lot of people probably that you can find to, to fill a job. All right, got to leave it there for now. David McDonald, a senior economist with the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives. David, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for coming on. Thanks. Bye. All right, be well.